friend, and welcome back to another mini-cast episode of Have a Seat, Conversations with Women in the Workplace podcast. I am your host, Deb Coleman. Welcome, welcome. It is another solo episode, and to get you familiar with what those are, if you don't know, yes, Have a Seat is primarily an interview-style show where every week I sit down with beautiful and wonderful and amazing women who are just doing their thing out in the work world, Um, but every once in a while, about once a month or so, I will grab the mic myself and do just this, have a little private conversation, just you and I, and um, I try to do it about once a month. Excuse the noise. My fur baby's behind me (laughs) making all sorts of noise. Um, But anyway, so uh, this is one of those shows. Welcome to my mini cast. And this week's show um, or this episode is dedicated to a listener submission. And basically the listener said, how can I, what are your thoughts or what are some advice, what's some advice you can give to help me articulate my value when interviewing for my next opportunity? Wonderful submission. Thank you. You chose to remain anonymous and I want to respect that. So thank you very much for submitting a topic. I think that is lovely and I celebrate that. What a great, great question because recently though, as luck would have it, um, or unluck, well, whatever, um, as circumstances would have it, I, um, have been engaging lately in conversations with my colleagues and peers and people just in my inner circle about finding their next opportunity. And first of all, I want to celebrate the, the, um, listener who used the word opportunity. I think that is a lovely way to say my next job. You know, I think that's just, it just sounds better and rests better in my soul. So thank you for that new lingo. I, I, with your permission, I'd love to borrow that. Um, and also I just, I don't know. I know there's a lot going on work-wise right now with organizations doing reorgs and RIP, um, riffs and reduction in force. And, um, just there is job loss, whether our own making or somebody else's making is very real. Um, And so I think that based on the conversations that I have been having and this submission, it just felt like the time was right to maybe just chat about this for a few minutes. Um, But as always, um, you will find a link in the show notes to the Have a Seat website where you can also submit some future topic of conversations through the contact me link or register to be a guest yourself and come on and let's continue the conversation about articulating your value when interviewing or maybe there's some other topic of relevance to you that you would like to call attention to and have a little chat on. So more than willing to do that or as a last resort, I get it. I get it. Being on a podcast may not be your thing. Um, (laughs) There is a little microphone on the bottom of my website. You may or may not have noticed it where you can submit a voicemail. And that is lovely because with your permission, I will center an episode around that topic and possibly use your a snippet of your voicemail into the episode to help convey the message. So lovely, many ideas. I welcome any and all input and feedback and ideas. So have a seat link in the show notes. Check it out. All righty. Moving on to the topic at hand. I just have a few thoughts on this. I promise not to take up too much of your time. That's really how I try to design these solo episodes, these mini casts. I go into these with no script, uh, just this, basically a topic, and I hit record. And this is what 
will happen. So in fair warning, sometimes colorful language is dropped. And also I can get a little bit sassy. I put on my, my, my crown and it goes a little tilted and I get a little sassy. So um, fair warning if I am on speaker and if there are sensitive ears about, um, just letting you know. But in, our, in this subject, articulating your value when interviewing, um, hopefully we won't get too colorful uh, language or sassy, but My knee-jerk reaction to this was, first off, please remember, please remember your value. This is actually what I told a friend of mine who is, as we speak, as of this recording, looking for her next opportunity to no fault of her own. She was unfortunately laid off. And so here she is. Now she's taken on a new role, which is job seeker, because I firmly believe looking for a new role is a job in and of itself. So she is now doing that. And we got to chatting a little bit about this. And she was sharing some of her frustrations and her concerns, of course. And one thing I wanted to, I really, you know, was hoping I conveyed to her is that you are of value, right? Um, when interviewing, you bring so much knowledge and experience. You are a value add for any organization and they would be lucky to have you. That's my first, my first takeaway. That, that is my knee jerk is that you are a value. Please don't believe, please don't believe you aren't. Just because you are in candidate mode does not lessen you or make you any less than. If anything, you should feel empowered. And this is why I say that. Because I also feel that we are in the age of the worker. You see it everywhere. Workers these days are looking for transparency, Honesty, equality, diversity, inclusion, belonging, and empathy, among others, other items, other things from their employers today, from their future employers today. So please remember that you are also interviewing them as much as they are interviewing you. So make sure that your job alignment or your career alignment matches what they are offering. That is my first kind of knee jerk. You have power here. You are a candidate, but that does not make it any and make you any less. You are you are a value and you have power and you should walk into that interview ready and prepared. One way to help you feel like you can articulate your value more is to do a thorough read and a thorough anal- analyzing of that job description. And the reason I say that is because if you have a really good understanding of what it is they're looking for, that will go, I feel, a long way in helping you articulate your value and what you can do to help fill the need that they're expressing that they have through that job description. I have even been known to have other people look at the job description for me as well, just to get their feedback because they don't have a dog in the fight. So another person is going to be able to read that job description and maybe offer some feedback as to what they feel this organization is really looking for or what this role really entails. You know, we're looking at it from a candidate's eyes and and a candidate mindset. And so to be fair, there may be things that we might miss or little behind not behind the scenes, but like in between the lines type of messaging that somebody who doesn't have a dog in the fight may see. And so feedback on a job description and a thorough, thoroughly analyzing and reading it 
frontwards, backwards, and every way in between to really get a handle on what it is they're looking for will help, I feel, will help you articulate your value. So when they're asking questions pertaining to their opening, to the job itself, to the responsibilities, with a better grasp of what, or, you know, as, as much of a grasp as you can, right, honestly, as a, you know, from that side of the desk, um, as if you have the best understanding of what they're looking for that you feel you have, you have done, you know, you're, you've done your homework, this is the best I can equip myself with, that helps when you are then articulating how you can best, how you are the best person to meet their needs and to fill this role. And that's what I want to move on to my second point really quickly. I'm trying to move through these quickly because I, I like my mini cast to be on the shorter side. So um, my second point here is to believe that you do have value. The key in that question, how do I articulate my value? You, first of all, believe that you have it. First of all, it's a mindset thing. You are an incredibly you are an incredible value add. Any organization would be damn lucky to have you. You bring with you a wealth of knowledge and experience. So tap into that and go in with that mindset because it's true. It's true. I'm not I'm not sitting here trying to be a Hallmark card, right? I know it. It's it's absolutely true. You have a lot of value and you would do wonderfully in this role. It's just, unfortunately, you've got to get through an interview, right? So, um, but just my, my, you know, my, my advice here is to remember that you do have value and don't be afraid to let that shine. If you know something, own it and express it. If something seems a little questionable in the job description or unclear or too vague, based off your knowledge and, and experience, you're going to call that into question. As executive assistants, we are, it is, it is just, it's a running joke, really, that when we start a new role, sure, the job description may have said, you will, pro- your primary responsibility will be to support the VP of yada yada, right? Great. Everybody knows, though, that that's hardly ever the case. Usually, there's like anywhere between two to five people or more sometimes behind that individual, <laughs> you know, who you will be sidebar reporting, dotted line reporting, or just straight, I'm um, supporting, excuse me, or just straight up supporting, right? But they, hmm, oddly enough, failed to mention that in the job description or during the interview process. Here is exactly what I'm talking about. This is one way you can articulate your value by showing them You are, you know, hey, give me some credit. I've been around the block. I understand what's going on here. Based on the job description, I understand that you state my primary responsibility will be supporting VP, blow, 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 right? Is there anyone else though? It's been my experience that it usually doesn't just stop there. There are other leaders or other executives that are, for whatever reason, possibly without admin support right now. And so would this role just by default also be supporting them or dotted line supporting them or one-off supporting them with a few, you know, um, tasks here and there? Are there expectations in this role to support anyone other than the vice president or whoever it is that you're, you know, primary supporting for? primary supporting. And if it's a team situation, like, well, you're working within a team. Great. Is there any other team or any other external members to the team that I would also need to support? Right. Show them that is one way that you can articulate your value is 
by calling them out respectfully and professionally, of course, but calling out areas in the job description where you see an obvious gap or an obvious vague statement. Clarify. Because guess what? Someone with your experience and your, and your knowledge base would absolutely recognize that and call it out. It's perfectly fair to question that. And I think that makes you look like an incredible candidate because you're pointing out things and you're not afraid to ask those questions and to go there. Again, in your style, in your voice, the way you would communicate, of course, that doesn't look like how I would. I'm, you know, I'm me. I tend to be a little bit more, you know, direct and that sort of thing. So my style is certainly not going to be your style, but I think you get my messaging here. So one way I feel you can articulate your value when interviewing for your next opportunity is to do a thorough, thorough analysis of that job description and have someone else do it well as well and pick out or find areas that you would legit like to call into question. There is absolutely no, nothing wrong with you asking questions again, professionally and courteously, but ask them. They're not messing with somebody who literally just like woke up yesterday and said, I think I'll go get a job today. No, you know, you bring a wealth of knowledge. So don't be afraid to show that. Okay. So job description, thorough analysis of the job description. I I feel, and then composing some questions pertaining to where you see obvious gaps or not so obvious gaps or vagueness. I think that is one surefire way to help articulate your value when interviewing for your next opportunity. Another way Another way that I, and the reason I pause is because it is a little out there and it is a little, you know, it's probably not where you're thinking I'm going, is to be a bit more intentional with your job search. For example, I have a friend who is, as I said, is a job seeker right now. And in the span of our conversation, she, you know, let it be known that she was, she really loves and really wants to get back into human resource work, working with the human resources and people and talent team. Like that's where her heart lies. That's where, you know, she, that's what, that's her wheelhouse. That's what she enjoys in an administrative support role, but within the people and talent, human resources world. So I, and this may seem obvious, but I said, so then your job search should really focus in on that. So focus in on where it is that you truly are interested in. That is what, and how does that translate to articulating your value? Because that, for lack of a better word, passion or interest in the area that you are, you know, for the role that's in the area that you want to land in is going to show itself. It's going to present itself during the interview. Your interest, your fire, your desire to be in that world, it's going to shine through. And not only that, but I believe you can articulate that. That adds value. Why are you a valuable candidate? Well, because Actually, people and talent is where my heart lies. It's where I know I spent some time in operations, 
but I really would love to find my way back into human resources. I was in human resources five years ago. I found myself um, in operations to, you know, but now I'd like to get myself back into the people and talent world, you know, something like that. Um, And then you can, from there, you can incorporate that into your answers or into an answer or into the conversation if it's warranted, you know, that helps articulate your value. You're actually interested in the department that you're interviewing for, that you have an interest. This isn't just a J-O-B. This is an opportunity for you. This is an advance. This is a career move. This is a career move for you. This is a, you are making a move to better your career. You're not just looking for something to pay the bills or to go clock in and out. You are being strategic and intentional. At this stage of my career, I am seeking, intentionally seeking positions in human resources because that is where my interest lies. That is where the bulk of my experience lies. And that is what brought me here to you today. You know, that helps. So niche down, really be intentional with your job search. Try as best you can to get into the world that you are interested in when you are looking for your next role. Like I would never and have never pursued a position in finance, in the finance world. I have never pursued, I'm an executive assistant, so I have never pursued an administrative support position that supports a CFO, that supports an accounting manager, uh, that supports an analyst, that is in accounting, uh, in none of that. Like I, that is not intrinsic to me. Am I interested in it? Sure, absolutely, you know? And if I had to work for a CFO, would I? Of course, you know, of course. But when I have control over my job search, when I have control over my job search, that is not where I'm going. I am not looking for assistant to a CFO because that is not where my heart lies. That's not where my interest lies. I narrowed it down into the areas that, of a, that are of interest to me regardless, right? So that's another way you can better articulate your value is by niching down and being a bit more intentional if you can in where you apply. That way, when it comes to the interview, which I know you'll get because you are amazing, um, you can add that to your value, the fact that you are interested in the actual area (laughs) that you would be working in. Okay. And so, asking questions, doing a thorough analysis of the job description, having some questions at the ready, questions that need answers, um, niching down and being more intentional in your job search. Those are just a few of my, of, of my advice. Now, of my advice to that, to that uh, inquiry, my last piece of advice, and then I'll let it go because I try not to let these go too long. Um, and again, these are really conversations with you. I am not saying anything or sharing anything with you that if we were sitting down in Starbucks, right, or Pete's Coffee or Dunkin', or Dutch Brothers. (laughs) Um, This is not anything I wouldn't be telling you in person. So honestly, don't let the mic fool you. I'm actually telling you anything that I would tell somebody else. Sorry, my fur baby heard somebody at the front door. Okay, just shutting my door slightly. Sorry, friends. Okay, but if you have fur babies, you get it. Um, So my last piece of advice... (laughs) Um, in terms of being more, to to better articulate your value, is to 
not be afraid to let your personality and your interest shine. Be you, in other words, right? We all put on that nice, happy face. Um, I am so sorry, y'all. Um, I, my neighbor, I think, came over to pick up something. And so my dog is barking at him because he's picking it up off the porch. So um, <laughs> either that or it's Amazon dropping something off, you know. Um, anyway, um, where was I? Yes. Don't be afraid to show yourself. Okay, I understand that we put on these masks like, oh, I'm the candidate. Oh, I'm the, you know, uh, organization or the company. Don't we look all pretty imperfect? But it's also okay to show a little bit of yourself, a show a little bit of your personality. Um, and I say that because that also, I feel, goes into articulating your value. It Your value to me is this wonderful picnic basket of qualities that you possess. And your one of your objectives in this interview is to portray and show who you are, right? It, it, no, there's no sense in showing a fake you because if they hire based off the fake you, then that might be a recipe for a disaster later down the road or sooner than you think, right? Um, so to help you articulate your value, don't be afraid to be you and to own and recognize and be honest about things that you know and you're familiar with. In other words, don't play dumb to appease somebody on the other side of that desk. Um, show yourself, don't play dumb. And I know not everybody has this and it's so easy for me to say, right? Oh, sure. It's easy for you to say you're not, you know, interviewing, but at some, at some, somehow inside you pull up, pull up on that confidence pull up on that confidence string. It's in all of us and it looks different. It's going to present itself differently, but you've got it in you. So exude that a little bit in whatever that means for you. Show this person that you are a value. You do have power in this interview. And so I, my, my, I guess my, my final takeaway is I want you to feel empowered. And so that is, is how you are going to articulate your value by analyzing the job description, having questions ready where you might see obvious or not so obvious gaps or where you legitimately have questions about something. Don't be afraid to ask it because based on your vast knowledge and work experience, it's natural you would ask these questions. Also, don't be afraid to show yourself. Show your, your, your personality. Show who you are. Don't be afraid to share your knowledge. If you know something, expand on it, right? Don't play dumb in order to appease somebody or to make you seem more likable. You know, it's okay to show others your knowledge base. Be proud of that. Be proud of that. Pull up on that confidence string. Straighten up and show them that you are somebody who also has some questions and who also would be an incredible value add. And that, you know what, low key, they should be very excited to even be sitting here talking with you today. Um, so anyway, look, articulating your value in interviewing, it really is so subjective and it's going to look different for everybody. I'm just offering sort of some 30,000 foot view ideas or thoughts that I just want to share with you that I would share with you in any setting because this is a different age we're in, friends. This is the day and age of the worker and you have every right to ensure 
or to find out as best you can that the organization that you are sitting down and having an interview conversation with exercises or where they stand on diversity, inclusion, equality, belonging? Are they transparent? Do they believe in professional development? How do they factor in work-life balance? Like it is your right to find all of that out also as a candidate. And all of that, I feel, by asking some of those types of questions or just asking questions to get to the heart of things and showing your true self and not being afraid to show confidence when warranted, I think that all goes into articulating your value to a potential employer. So you have this, you got this. And again, I'm probably not telling you anything you haven't heard or done or believe already. It just takes a pal like me, you know, a girl with a microphone to kind of call it out to you and remind you of the, of, of some of these empowering statements and these empowering tactics that you can use to hopefully position yourself so you come from a place of confidence when you're sitting on the other side of that desk in that interview. So I hope this was some, I hope this was a value to you to piggyback on uh, <laughs> the listener's topic she submitted. Um, I hope this conversation was a value to you. And again, maybe you take away 2% of it and if, or maybe you take away 100% of it. Whatever you do, I hope you found some value in this. It was a fun topic. Thank you, listener, for sharing that idea. Great, great topic. I'm always happy to explore it further and I'm sure I will with future guests or on future solo episodes. So this is just the beginning. Let's, let's just start the conversation and keep it going. All right, everybody. Well, as always, you can find, as I as I said in the beginning of the show, there will be a link in the show notes to the Have a Seat website. Feel free to check it out where you will find more conversations just like this, uh, where I grab the mic and share thoughts and ideas on a particular topic. But more importantly, there is a whole library of shows for you to peruse and check out. My show is not one that needs to be listened to in any sort of order. It is definitely almost like a menu. Peruse, see if anything jumps out at you. See if a guest's expertise resonates with you or something you want to learn more about. And just click that play button. That's my goal of the show is to bring these conversations to you. So as always, my beautiful friend, if you are a job seeker, you've got this. You do. And you may not know it, but you do have support and a community behind you. So they are just a click away and I am one of them. So feel free to reach out to me if you need some encouragement or want to do a mock interview or just need to explore some of my ideas further. I'm here for you and I got your back. All right. Well, until next week, you know the drill. Stay safe, be well, and remember, keep having those conversations.